Grace and peace are yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today is the prophet Hosea, chapter 13. I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. O death, I will be your plagues. O grave, I will be your destruction. Pity is hidden from my eyes. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Dear fellow redeemed in Christ, July 1st, 1916. That is a day still remembered in Great Britain. On its centennial six years ago, it was described this way by a professor at the University of Nottingham. Just before 7.30 a.m. on 1st July 1916, the Allied guns along the River Somme in northwest France fell silent. The bombardment had lasted for eight days and involved 3,000 guns firing 1.6 million shells. Then, as the smoke cleared, the officers blew their whistles and led their men over the top into no man's land and on towards the German front line. The Battle of the Somme was known in Britain as the Big Push, a serious attempt by the Allies to breach the German lines and bring to an end the stalemate on the Western Front. The Allied officers knew there were bound to be casualties, but they believed that the bombardment had prepared the way to ensure success. There was even talk of the troops simply walking across the open land and peacefully occupying the empty German trenches. The reality was utterly different. During the course of the 1st of July, 1916, 19,240 men were killed and 35,954 were wounded. As a pastor for nearly 30 years, having presided at the gravesides of many of my brothers and sisters in Christ, as a pastor for whom the proximity of death was part of the job, I cannot imagine the numbing effect of learning of so many dead in just one day, most of them within an hour. Death reached, uh, reaped a rich harvest that day. The answer to the question, why is there death, is not hard to answer from God's word. Death came because of sin. God told Adam, in the day you eat of the tree, the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will die. And there it is. Adam and Eve ate. Therefore, death. Sin brings death. The answers to other questions about death are not so easy. Why this loved one? Why now? Why in that way? Those are not for us to answer. Those answers are in the hidden will of God who is all-knowing and all-wise. It doesn't take the deaths of 19,000 young men in one day to bring us to want to hate death. Just one death can very easily do that. But our hatred of death doesn't prevent death from coming, maybe quickly, maybe slowly. It doesn't do anything to it. 
The prophet Hosea, who lived during the same time as other prophets, Isaiah and Micah, proclaimed a stern message of repentance to the people of Israel and of Judah. Idolatry and apostasy were everywhere in these people who had been called, chosen as God's unique nation. Part of the prophetic message that God gave Hosea was to denounce sin and to warn of the coming of divine judgment on sinners. It was not a popular message. It wasn't a funny or silly message. It was sober, somber, and serious. It had to be. It was about sin and death, not topics in which we find any frivolity or foolishness. I'm quite sure that all of you, or very nearly all, who are in this chapel this morning have been close to death. A loved one, a dear friend. Your Heavenly Father does not forget you in those times. He does not forget you now. He calls out to us to stay by him, return to him if we've fallen, to believe him. Why? Well, because he knows death better than we do, and he's done something about it, something ultimate. Hosea was blessed to point to that work of God, that work that would be fleshed out by the Son of God dying for you in your place. We humans like to think that we can eventually conquer death. What is transhumanism? You know, that new thing, sort of. What is that but an attempt to live longer, maybe even forever, if only we can escape these bodies, these fleshly bodies of death? But we cannot. St. Paul, in his beautiful chapter on the resurrection, one that certainly deserves our ongoing meditation, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, brings our text from Hosea into that beautiful confession and proclamation of the victory of Jesus over death. He wrote, So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then will be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your with, uh, where is your uh, victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. In our graveside services, these are words commonly spoken by the pastor as we stand over the location in which our loved one will lie in rest for the resurrection of the dead. Why these words? Well, think about what is confessed, what Hosea had foretold. Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, I will be your plagues. O grave, I will be your destruction. Jesus killed death by his own death. Jesus defeated the grave, the place of the dead, by leaving that place alive on the third day. This is the victory of Jesus Christ. He did it for each of you here this morning. He did it so that we may have comfort in the face of death itself, regardless of its proximity, power, or potency. Death is scary, but it was the loser on Good Friday in the midst of its apparent success. Jesus won for you. He took the reason for eternal death away from you, your sin, and in its place, he gives eternal life through the forgiveness of your sins, 
with no more tears, and finally, no more death, for it's destroyed. The one who is the resurrection and the life, Jesus Christ, gives you his word on this. He is no liar, for he is the way, the truth, and the life. All for you. Amen. May rise. We pray. The will of God is always best and shall be done forever. And they who trust in him are blessed. He will forsake them never. He helps indeed in time of need. He chastens with forbearing. They who depend on God, their friend, shall not be left despairing. When life's brief course on earth is run and I, this world, am leaving, grant me to say, thy will be done, by faith to thee still cleaving. My heavenly friend, I now commend my soul into thy keeping, or sin and hell and death as well, through thee the victory reaping. Amen.